You're listening to The Last Word on Hockey with Jim Berenger, Coach Jay, and Mark Weiss on Northeast Streaming Sports. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again on the road again Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again Everybody, welcome to The Last Word on Hockey, Season 2, Episode 25, live here at the Kings Hurt Practice Facility in North Carolina. We're going to be here talking NHL Stanley Cup semifinals or as we like to call it, the Final Four today. As well, we've talked some Boston Bruins roundup, New York Rangers, Adam Fox, and a whole lot more. I'm your host, Jim Berenger, alongside Coach Jay and Mark Weiss. Boys, welcome back to another On the Road Again episode. We did it last week in Nassau. Starting to become a trend or a pattern over here. It's definitely become a trend or a pattern. I'm mm. loving it. This is great stuff, being on the road, doing the thing. Um, but let's talk first thing. We got Stanley Cup semifinals. New York Islanders back in the conference final again for the second straight year. Same partner. And the same dance same partner, partner as the Tampa Bay Lightning. They defeated these Hurricanes um, by a score, by four games to one in five games. This is going to be a fun series because you know what? We haven't really seen them play each other this year. And it feels like 1995 all over again when the Devils played Detroit in the final. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't get it to play each other. It was like, because as we talked about this year, it was like four individual leagues and now they're all coming together to play against each other. And even though these guys have played each other in the, in the history of this game, they haven't played this year. So you don't know. Like, I hear people on, on, on the Hab side saying, oh, we're too slow, we're gonna get eaten up by Vegas. You know, these guys are so much faster. Watch the other series. Never judge what the other series are doing because you never know what your team can do because you didn't play these people. Right, and and every and all you all you heard was all oh, North is going to be weak. They're going to get smoked. Habs are, are loving it. They didn't stand a chance against Toronto. They didn't stand against Winnipeg. But we'll get to them later. Let's focus on the Islanders and Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's give credit to where credit is due. New York Islanders are back again in the Final Four. But getting it done. Good goaltending. Trotsy, great Trotsy. head coach. Trotsy. Simeon Varlamov comes in for Sorokin, and while he's looked shaky, he's gotten them the big save when they needed them. So. Ain't been pretty Yeah, good. Varlamov looks like he's back in playoff uh, form from last year. Now, I, In time for to play uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Could be a lot on his shoulders, because of these final four goalies, by my personal estimation, he's the weakest of the four. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I definitely would agree with that. 100% weakest of the four. The other four. three are Hall of Famers. Well, yeah. yeah, they are, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Price and Price and Fleury, and then you have Vasilevsky as well. But yeah, but, the, but it's interesting because last year everybody's saying, you know, Lightning, you know, everybody, obviously, you know, I wrote one up today. Check it out, Last Word on Hockey, the series preview for tomorrow, puck drop 3 p.m. I even put the Lightning over um, the Islanders, but you don't know. And I am hope I'm wrong because I kind of want to see the Islanders there. That's my biased opinion. You know, it was, it was fun being at Nassau. The fans were rocking. It's good for New York. It is good for New it's York. Good for New Absolutely York. Yep. good for New York. And you know what? 
here's the thing. You know, the Islanders, they have a really good team. Their defense is really strong. And Adam Pellock and Ryan Pollock are a great shutdown defensive pair. And they're so anonymous. They are so anonymous. Nobody knows them outside of the New York metro area. Yeah, no one knows no. who Except they for are. their opponents who they smoke. And, and, and they did a great job of shutting down the top line for Pittsburgh. Sidney Crosby had two points. They did an excellent job against Boston, against Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, David Pasternak. They forced them to not be perfection. Exactly. Now, we talked about this in the car yesterday. Now, I'll bring up some car conversation. Car conversation. Oh, we, boy. We talk, car conversation. We, we, uh, confidential. We, we talked about this. That we all agreed the turning point of the series was in game four when David Pasternak missed that open net. Right in front of us. Right in front of right us. Right in front of us. He hit the post. He missed the open net. Brad Marchand had a similar situation. Could've walked it. In game five and missed a complete wide open net. That those are the turning points of this series, and that happened why? Because Pelican Company forced them out of their comfort yeah, zone. Exactly. Give credit to the Islander top D pair. Exactly. Yes. I mean, those two guys. They they basically rode those two guys. Not to say the rest of the defense. You know, Letty. Letty was held in. Trotz has reined him in. He really did, because that's not the same Letty that you see in the regular season no. when he gets caught up ice and he's like, Ooh. no. Scott Mayfield has stepped up his game. Um, you have Andy Green and Noah Dobson. They're playing well, too. Andy Green turned the clock back. He is turning the clock, but it's going to be tough against Tampa Bay. You yeah. know, that depth, that, I think the Islanders really match up well against Tampa because they've seen him last year. And, and I believe that, you know, going to play Tampa in Tampa, yeah, they'll be on the road and they like that. But the problem is last year, the Islanders didn't have their home crowd. This year, they're going to have Nassau Coliseum. And that's an advantage to the Islanders. You're going to say Tampa has an advantage offensively, maybe defensively and in goal, but the home ice advantage goes to New York Islanders. Yeah, I mean, it was electric. When we were there, it was electric. I mean, it absolutely makes a huge difference, especially as physical as the Islanders are. I mean, that, that, that feeling was just, you couldn't overcome what it what it meant, what it what it, what it brought for that team to to rise against the Bruins. I mean, now it's going to be Tampa Bay in a rematch from last year. I mean, see, I just think the other difference the other difference is this: last year Tampa was on their way up and trying to fight back all the negativity that people have been giving them. Now they're the champs, and, 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 and they, they still seem to look like in being they, the they do. They really they do. really like it. I Some mean, people don't. I mean, look, Carolina said after the game, Dougie, Dougie Hamilton said this: that we want your goalie. The, the Lightning. Um, we're $18 million over salary cap. Well, that's the rules, and that's what you're allowed to do. And until they change the loopholes, the people, teams are going to take it. Everybody else can do it, too. Everybody it's not like they're the only ones who can do it. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it's crazy to see that um, Tampa back here, but it's not because they're a good team. And we all picked them to get this far. Absolutely. But the Islanders, you know, we talk about – I've and I've been a critical of Lou Lamorello when he was with the Devils. I, I really am. The drafting, the developing was not good. He goes to Toronto, he's a figurehead. He goes to the Islanders, he does three good things. Trots. Four good things. Trots. I'm sorry. Trots. Signing Trots. Trots away from Washington. The dudes won six playoff series, if you include the play-in round last year. Uh, Toronto's won zero, and Washington has won zero since then. They signed, he traded for J.G. Pajot, he's the number three center, and signed a new ex extension. He signed Matt Martin to an extension. Yep. He brought in Andy Green to solidify the defense. And he, this year, he brought in Palmieri and Zajac. And Palmieri has found his life in the playoffs, seven goals. The killer bees line of Bovillier, Bailey, and Brock Nelson has been unbelievable. They've been doing it without Barzell, though Barzell's turning the corner. 
the Islanders are playing really well. And that third line, I, it's, I understand Wallstrom's getting close, but you're not breaking up that third line of Zajac and Palmieri and Pajot. Nope. The, the, the middle two lines for the Islanders have been driving force. You've got to give cre- credit to Lamorello. He's, he's getting it. But again, don't forget who built this Islanders team. Former Garth, goaltender, Garth Snow. Snow. Yeah, a lot of guys. He a lot of guys he drafted in this in, in this Islanders team, and you, and it's good to see the hard work that he put in and the groundwork that he laid for this Islanders team, and they're here again. And Lamorell is just bringing it along. But you know, we talk about the Islanders, but we have to talk about their opponent that they beat, and the Bruins. And a little thing, window. the window is for the Bruins is definitely closing. And it was interesting yesterday in media day that we come to find out that Tuka Rask has a torn labrum in his hip. What was he doing playing the last two games of that series? And who let it happen? And who let it happen? Did, is Tuka running the show or is Cassidy running the show? Or is it coming from upstairs? Exactly. Who's gonna, Where's who, it coming from? Who, who, if Tuka Rask, I'm sorry, as far as goalies are concerned, I mean, you, you, you're, at the, you're on the brink. If you got a torn labrum and you know you can't move to the left or right, I don't care about ego, pride, or whatever. You, it's a must win. You have to take a seat and give it a, give it to Swan, uh, Swanson. Ah, uh, Swayman. 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 Um, I mean, Come on, you knew he wasn't going to get it. I knew he wasn't going to get it, right? I never do. I never do. But the thing is, like you're saying, who made that decision? And they lost. But no one's could, talking about that. But look, and Swayman gave up one goal on four shots in game five when he came in in the third period. But he yeah, would still have a better chance of making a save being healthy a lot than of the, Rask. Thought, if you looked at Rask's mobility because of this torn labrum, it was terrible. And just in this level, you can't be off even a drop. But, but Mark, you, we've talked about this. Why is Rask the whipping boy? Well... well Jimmy, you bring up a great point, and, and I'm always and, on, and, and, I'm and, on all the fan sites. Right. You know that's my thing. I love talking to the fans and debating stuff with them and everything. Bruins fans, they I don't understand. It's like Bruins fans and even Habs fans have this love-hate relationship with their goaltenders. Right. I mean, Rask is an elite goaltender. There's no question about it. Can't take it away. Why but, is it? But he hasn't won the big one, and that's the reason they, they have this issue with him. And last year we had the bubble issue. And this year we have this labrum issue. It's it's just little scenarios that keep mounting that turns the fans off. But the thing is, he came out and and, and we were talking with one of our teammates here. You know, it, it was understandable that why people were mad because he really didn't say what he he what what the reason why is he left the bubble until prior to this season. Right, if he would have said it when it happened, everyone would have understood right. it. Right, and yeah. and look, there's a lot of hate for him. He probably shouldn't have gone in the bubble. He probably shouldn't have gone in the bubble, to be honest. Yes, he called the exhibition hockey all this stuff. But it's not Rask's fault that the Bruins' secondary scoring keep constantly going away in the playoffs. But even in the regular season, they didn't have any scoring coming from anything other than the perfection line. When, and then when they added Taylor Hall, it changed the balance in the lines. We've talked about this, and it was great. And then all of a sudden, Taylor decides, I'm going to be Tiger Williams and start fighting with it Islanders. It didn't matter because Krejci didn't produce. Krejci didn't produce. Smith didn't pr- did produce. That line should, went should, away. Should we and shit it, on DeBrusque? I mean, I don't even think Jake DeBrus is going to be a Boston Bruin. I don't think so either. And I think a lot of people have been making a little... A lot of people on the Bruin sites make excuses for DeBrus, but yet they throw Rusk under the, under, under the, the bus. Rusk under the bus. It's like, 
I don't understand that dynamic, but the reality of it is it's there. Right. And you know what? Unless you've got a better goaltender, and maybe they do with this young fellow, maybe he's the next guy. Maybe they do, he carries. We should have seen him in game six. We should have seen yeah. Raymond. He's healthy. you got to go with the healthy A healthy goal. guy is going to be better than a guy who's got a torn labor. Regardless. And maybe it's 70%. His name on the back of the jersey isn't I, the one saving, making the I applaud the guy the for, for trying to do it, but the reality is sometimes it's just not the right move. Yeah, I mean, and whose and, move was it? And right, I'm was sure it Bruce Cassidy's? Was it Rast's move? Whose move was it? Because think about this: Rast's a free agent, Halak's a free agent, Taylor Hall's a free agent. Um, and then if Swanson, you're going to go with next year anyway. That was no giving him a. a well, look, even he, if Rast gets some, they, they, they are cap and cap nightmare. Right, they are thirty million. They'll they'll have thirty million dollars under the salary cap right now. But you got to sign Krejci. you got to sign Hall. Is he, Hall wants to play for a winner, so most likely he's going to stay. Do you bring he back, Boston, he does. Do, is he going to bring back Krejci? Is You're definitely not bringing back Halak. And if you bring back Rask, he's going to be on LTIR until February, January. And it, will he be the same goal when he comes back? You don't know. Because you saw guys like Thomas take time. You saw Quick, Schneider, and Rene all take time from having hip surgery. It takes some time. He's not going to jump in right away. No. He might take the year off. Who knows? We don't know what this guy's going to do. Which is why they can't bring him back. Which but, is why they have to go with the young fella, but, and then they have to get a veteran backup to push him, which we talked about. And what, what, what are you telling Swayman? You don't have enough faith as a healthy goalie to play in a, in a decisive game, and you're going to play a guy with a torn labor. Who knew? Yeah. How but who didn't know? know? But who didn't know? Because, exactly. because there were rumors prior to Game 5 that he might not even play Rask. So... Yeah, there was there's poor management there somewhere because that because Cassidy was saying all oh, seventy five percent he's ready to go because well, I gave you that report out of practice right when they when the, when the word was coming out that he wasn't even taking even playing right. in practice so if he wasn't even taking practice game day and a lot of guys have maintenance days that's fine but you could see clearly his movement was not the greatest and a lot of goals in game six he could have should have stopped but again I heard one guy say on one of the sites that. You could have scraped the pigeon shit off him because he looked like a statue. <laughs> wow. I mean, look, Brask, there's a lot of heat for him, but the Bruins secondary story didn't show up. The Islanders nope. beat up on the Bruins defense. They were out-physical. Out-physical. This is not the bad, big, bad, big bad Bruins anymore. From game four on, it was the Islanders series, 100%. So it's going to be interesting to see how they match up with the Lightning. Lightning got a lot of depth scoring. Their defense is solid. They got the better goaltender, all this. The, the Islanders love the underdog role. Tampa is a great team. They look like the champs for a reason. They look like they want to go back-to-back. Look, my heart would love to see Montreal and the Islanders in the, in the series, in the cup final. My heart would, but my head tells me it's Vegas and the Lightning. But, like I said, I hope I'm wrong with that because I'd like to see the Islanders and Montreal in, in the Stanley Cup final. I would. I really would. Yeah. It, it just... I think we all can agree there. But speaking of those Canadians, they're taking on a Vegas Golden Knights who dispatched the Colorado Avalanche, the President's Trophy winners. Who everyone had going straight to the finals. Right, everybody had everybody gave them a free pass right to the finals. I, didn't, I thought they were going to beat Vegas, to be honest. But let me tell you they're something. After game, after game one, Vegas was the better team in the series. And if it wasn't for a bouncing game two, the Colorado Avalanche would have lost in five games. 100%. They gave up too many 2 nothing leads, and in Game 5, the three turnovers led to three Vegas goals, and that was the series. Because they didn't tighten it up. They didn't tighten they it didn't up. tighten it up. And Vegas did what Winnipeg did to Edmonton, what Montreal did to Toronto, 
and the Islanders did to Boston. They made them a one-line team and said, we're taking your best players out, and the rest of the team's got to beat you. And Kadri Kadri wasn't there. Yeah, we got to talk about Kadri. We'll We'll talk about Kadri. I'm sorry, yeah. That's another story. That's another story. Because shame on him. Shame on him because now this is a second time. This is about the fourth time he's cost a team in a playoff. Does he get any more lives like a cat? I don't know. I mean, he's already on four lives already. He may not even come back to Toronto. He may Good not even come to uh, Colorado. They could have used him in this series down the middle because they. Hundred percent. Because their their center depth was weak, but Philip Grubauer came back to earth, and Mark Andre Fleury played like a hall of yeah. famer. I mean, which he is. Which yeah, he is. which he is. I mean, you can't. A lot of the Grubauer, I mean, the whole thing about that goalie is that you got to steal goals. You he did steal game two. He stole game two. He stole game two. He stole game two. I'm talking about. He stole game two, and Vegas outplayed yeah. the Avs in game two. That's the that's the. That's but the he truth. didn't do it in a decisive game. I understand. No. He didn't save any goals. That's like the difference with Flurry and him. Flurry steals goals. That's what you want from Fly, your goalie. That's because Flowers a Hall of Famer. Right. And he's 36 years old. He's a Hall of Famer. But yeah. he's a Hall of Famer. I love Flurry. I mean, Grubauer just unfortunately... And he's in the right situation where he doesn't have to play almost every game in the regular season. He can come in, you know, pretty fresh mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I mean, Grubauer played great, but the, but, but the like shots Kevin. that he had to save goals that were definitely goals, high percentage goals, I didn't see him making those saves. No. No, he didn't. There were a lot of weak goals that he gave Bad up. angle. Bad angle goals. Uh, I mean, look, the Alex Tuck goal... Yeah, um, the, the goals that he let up in game five, not his fault. A bunch of no. nice plays they made. Tips. Colorado defensively and bad turnovers. Jared Bednar calling out those guys after game three was the wrong move. They, they played a fine game. How they, often can he do that? But you can't because you, you can't pick But you can't pick room. Right, because is, is Jared Bednar going to come back? Rubauer's a free agent. They're going to bring him back. Who are they going to expose? I mean, Kadri's probably going to get exposed to Seattle, and he may not, he may leave like Tyler Johnson in in um. Look, we know Tyler's going. To is, yeah, he's going to Seattle. Seattle. So sure. that's the worst kept secret sure. in the league. It's like the Flory secret Vegas. But the thing is, I think the Habs match up better with Vegas than they did with Colorado. One hundred percent agree, and you know that's what I was looking for. Right, and Philip Deneau, uh, Bax Pacioretty, and Mark Stone are going to get a lot of Philip Deneau's line. You think? Yeah. Less think? less less speed, more. More grit and well, Montreal can slow the game down against Vegas. Hundred percent, they can. They, they're very similar in that way. They and, can slow the game down, and then they hit you with those little kids. Right, they got Caulfield, Suzuki, Kakanyemi, Kakanyemi, yep. And and Caulfield, we've said it that Caulfield coming in the series the against Toronto bro. changed the series. Yeah. Nobody had an answer for him because they didn't know book on him. And Price is playing. Price is playing like twenty four. Oh yeah, Price. It's why the only thing that can stop him is is Kreider, and he ain't playing. No, he's Kreider ain't playing. Kreider so. ain't playing. Price is playing. I just want to give a shout out up to, his, to Mark Stone. Yeah. Is there a better captain in the game today than Mark Stone of Vegas? I can't find one if you if you ask me. Because this guy blocks shots, he shadows people, and then after he blocks shots, he joins the rush and he scores goals. I hope he wins the Selkie he, this year. He's if he nominated. doesn't win the Selkie, I want a recount. Right, exactly. I think so too. I mean, Too soon for a joke like recounts? No. No, okay. Just, just, no, just, no, no, no. Just, uh, I mean, I was going to say that, you know, maybe put a guy like Shea Weber up there for, with the Canadians just because... You know, it's in Montreal. It's you know one of the original six teams. Yeah, I think Montreal really does match up well here because 100. The only issue is going to be for them. Obviously, Evans is still out, but he's skating on his own. Thank God. It's going to be interesting to see when Petrie comes back. Most likely not game one, but he's had a lot of time off now. To this rest. off time has really helped them, especially right, exactly. old guy like Shea Weber. And they took care of Winnipeg once Shifley went out of the series, and that's yep. two years in a row now. Shifley has 
I want to say hurt the Jets because again against Calgary, Calgary it was an injury, but this year it was his own fault, and now he's going to be suspended the first game of the regular season next year because he has. Well, the suspension I carries know. over. So I know, but but it was his own fault. Yep. And look, the the Jets. Once he went out, they were just depleted. Connor Halibut did everything he could, but their offense went away. 100% And And give credit to Montreal playing their system. Now the real question is, did, did Charm lose the interim tag? He's got to lose that tag. Right? I've been he saying this for to. what, weeks now? For two weeks now? I've been saying, how does a guy get his team to the final four? A team that ever – who – by the way, who out there predicted that the Habs were going to win not only the first round, but the second round? Because I did, yeah. but how many of you guys did that? Especially when I say you guys, I'm pointing fingers to TSN and all the pundits. Because every one of them in first round had Toronto. Well, uh, they all have they all have uh, Vegas now anyway. Good, good. I always said it was Price or, you know, good. It, it, was, uh, it was up to Price. Good. If, if I, 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 I implore them to keep picking against Montreal. Keep picking against the Habs. Just keep doing it. Right. Because all it does is give them bulletin board material that everyone's against them. Right. It's like, like in, in my lifetime, I never thought the Habs would be underdogs. No. But they are, they are relishing the idea they, of being they underdogs. They do. It feels They're like, thriving. It does feel like 93, though. That's why I really do believe it's going to be Islanders' Habs. Are they on an eight-game winning streak? Yes. Because... No, seven games. Seven, seven, seven games. They won the final three against Toronto, and, seven they, won, game and win. they swept and, four And the last time they did that was 93. Yep. And also, start of the day, reading, going back to Islanders real quick, this is the first time that that a team that has used two goals to get to the third round since 1980. So, wow. the Islanders know what they're doing over there. Uh, we're going to just wrap it up real quick, talking about the Norris Trophy. Um, Adam Fox of the New York Rangers Ugh. nomination. We had had this debate earlier in the in the, in the year with the show in regards to Fox whether or not get nominated. I had the conversation in multiple locker rooms that felt that because the Rangers didn't make the playoffs, he wasn't going to get the nomination. I've been saying this is the only award that the playoffs don't matter. Adam Fox was clearly one of the best defensemen 100%. in the yep. league this year. Second year, man. Looked like he was been a Looks good. I personally think he should win it, but it's probably going to go to Hedman. I don't know if Hedman should have even been nominated because there were a lot of guys in front of him that deserved it. Jimmy, this is a league that always comes late to the party. So what's going to happen here is you're looking at a guy who, you know, Hedman, did he deserve it last year? Did he deserve it this year? Whatever the case may be, it's his time. And Foxy deserves it. He played great. There's no question about it. But the reality of it is this league lags. And so Foxy will get his chance next year or the year after. It's going to go to Hedman. He's, part of, he's, he's one of the defending champs. He's a great player. And we all know that, that Foxy's going to have a run of maybe winning two or three of these. He's, gonna, right. he's the right-handed Brian Leach Ranger fans. Right. You know, just relish it. Just think of Lindgren Needs and to Fox stay. as Buka Boom and Leach. They just know? need to stay. Keep they just Lindgren need to stay together. He's got a three-year deal. He just exactly. Yeah. So that'll be good. I, I think Foxy should win it, but the reality of it is I think this league comes late to the table. Right. It's going to happen. Yeah, I believe so, too. Hedman and nobody should be upset about it because it's no. the way it happens. No, it's just what happens. Nick Lindstrom won a few at the end that he yeah, probably might deserve. not have gotten. If Fox were to win it, no one would go, he didn't deserve it. I'd no, exactly. The amazing no, thing, though, but Hedman probably you ever hear the sophomore it. jinx? This guy played better in his sophomore year than he did in his freshman year. He did. He did. Very well. And then one more thing we get out of here. How about CN Tower up in Toronto? The, Ooh, heel, the heel turn. The blue block and rouge. The heel blue turn. They, and know, rouge. they knew NWO is for life, so they went the heel turn. They said, you know what? We're going to put Montreal Colors on the CN Tower. I understand. Everybody's like, well, they just beat the Jets. No, no, no. You don't understand. It's no. Toronto. 
and it's the Habs. They lost to their rival. That's a shot across the bow because it's the first time ever the CN Tower's been lit up during hockey ever. They've never done it before. It's never. Al- it's almost as bad as the Empire State Building having Eagles colors. Oh, that was terrible. That was a, that was a bad. So that was bad. A, that was a bad moment. Yeah. But this is worse because they've never done it before. Right. They've exactly. never They've never done it for the Leafs. Oh, but then again, it was the CN Tower up the last time the Leafs won it. Oh. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. But no, seriously. Shame. This is it's crazy move by by the CN Tower people up there. Understand it's it should never happen, but it should have never happened. Period. Discussions closed. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Game one, the Islanders and Tampa Bay goes tomorrow, 3 p.m. Game one. They got to steal one of those two. They have to. They, they have, have to steal, steal one, one of them. Hey, look, they've home, done home it. Field adva- they've home, done home it before. They've split they in the to. prior two rounds with Pittsburgh and Boston, and then they went home. But they had to do it the hard way in both of them. If they go down 2-1 to Tampa. In this series, it's going to be tough to pull off what they did in the prior two rounds. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I we make out this. We make our. Um, look, we, like I, I said, I got champs in six, and I have Habs in seven. Look, my heart tells me I want. My heart's saying Islanders and Habs in the Stanley Cup final, but my head's telling me Vegas in the Lightning. Vegas. I hope my head is wrong. Can I go against my own picks? No. Because when I did my brackets, I picked Vegas to win it See, all. See, I got Vegas but, and the Lightning. But I'm so deeply Flurry. invested right now. I got, I got to go Habs. I, just, right. I can't go against it. Flurry I got to go Habs Price. in seven. Yeah. Habs in seven. And Flurry is playing yeah. like he's 24. Uh, 24. And so, so is Price. Price which yeah. is his number two, right? 24. Who? Who? No, Price. Price is 31. 31. Price is 31. He's two Canadians less than, he's are two, like, he's two less than one. <laughs> Canadians are 24 I can't get cups. a name right. Never mind. 24 cups. Not 24. Channel 24. Not Channel 24. <laughs> Inside joke. Inside joke. Inside joke. But it's going to be interesting. So game one, Islanders tomorrow at 3 p.m. on NBC. Must win. Must win game. I mean, they, they got to split. Let's just put it that way. They, they need one split. of these two, but preferably game one. Vegas, Montreal, Monday night, 8 p.m. Check it out. Conference semifinals, NHL semifinals are starting. It's going to be fun. We're down in the Final Four, folks. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Great hockey, man. There's no hockey, hockey tonight, but watch the hockey. But we might be seeing you next week from Nassau Coliseum. We might At least be. across the street. Well, at least it. across the street. We'll figure it out. But Send us tickets. Yeah. This been Get just, me across the border. He wants in. He wants into Montreal. So do I. Send me across the border. Definitely. I'm Jim Barringer, Mark Weiss, Coach Jay. We've been live. From North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. A place where the Canes practice. So we'll see you next week. Enjoy your weekend. Have fun. And we'll talk to you soon. This has been the last word on hockey. Season 2, episode 25. Have a great night, everybody. Au revoir. Take care.